Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. The last few weeks have been incredibly tough for journalists and nonprofits alike. And St. Louis Public Radio sits at the nexus of those things. We're dealing with the difficulties of being dependent on our members, even as they face serious anxiety of their own. And we're trying to cover the news, even while minimizing our in-person contact with ourselves and with others. And that's not easy. And joining me in studio to talk about it is the station's general manager, Tim Eby. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. It's great to be here. Uh, Despite the challenging situations that all of us are in across the region, across the country, across the the world, it is is just unknown territory for many of us. And it's such a tough time. And and I know one of the big decisions that was made here is that our spring member campaign uh, that was supposed to kick off yesterday, and you decided instead to cancel it. Why was that? Well, we did not feel that the, uh, the idea of doing these extended uh, pledge breaks that we do during the during the campaigns, where we're interrupting the programs, was just something that would not feel right to people at a time when they are seeking information uh, about all that's going on in the world, from from uh, the health care issues of the virus to the economic impact of all of this. So the extended uh, breaks that we normally do during a pledge drive just didn't feel right. Uh, that, along with the economic situation that many people feel that, that they can't give. So we are doing some short messaging, reminding people about the importance of supporting St. Louis Public Radio, and folks will be hearing those throughout the course of the next week or so. And uh, and so we feel like it's important to remind people of how important member support is to keep this station going. But uh, beyond that, we won't be interrupting the programs as we normally do with our uh, with our pledge drives. And I, I feel like not everybody has a sense of this. Um, what percentage of our revenue does come from people who are just members, individuals uh, contributing? It's it's large. When you when you add in the, uh, the donor, uh, the, all of the donations that we receive from individuals and foundations that support Support St. Louis Public Radio. Uh, it's along the upwards of uh, of sixty to sixty five percent of our total budget. Mm, um, so that's a big chunk. It's a huge chunk. It's a huge chunk. And then you add in the corporate sponsorship, the underwriting messages that people hear. That's another twenty five to thirty percent. And we're taking a hit there too because a lot a large part, and this is because of the economic environment that we're in. But uh, a large part of those uh, businesses, many of them nonprofits that support us, is they promote their events on our air. Uh, using the underwriting announcements and events are not happening and so we have we are taking quite a hit there and we're not alone. Everyone is taking a hit. If you are a performing arts organization, whether you're a museum or whether you're a uh, uh, the symphony or another concert venue, people aren't going to your performances because you've canceled them. So everyone is taking a hit. So we're all in this together. We are very much understanding of that, but it's hard for everyone. So are there plans at this point to try to reschedule this member drive down the road? We're, we're looking at what we can do uh, uh, as the news cycle continues to unfold. There's so much unknown here. Uh, we will look towards perhaps taking some time with the drive later this this year. Our fiscal year ends June 30th, so we may try to do something in June. Uh, but we really are dependent on the news cycle because we don't want to interrupt the programs as we normally would with a member campaign. As, as much as they are disruptive during normal times, we just don't feel it's right to do that right now. So the short messaging is pretty much where we're at. Hopefully people will pay attention to that. And if they have the resources and have the ability to give, we hope they certainly will. So in addition to this member drive being canceled, um, we're in the same place as, as so many organizations in that our big annual fundraiser where people got together in person 
Um, that had been scheduled for early April. Um, was it a difficult decision to pull the plug on that as well? It wasn't difficult because we first and foremost care about the health and well-being of people attending. Um, I mean, the difficulty was the fact that uh, it is a wonderful opportunity to showcase uh, public radio to our closest friends. And so that was hard. Uh, we had Marco Werman from The World who was scheduled to come in. And his we were going to talk to him yeah. on the show, too. Yeah. And, and Yeah. So his, his insights would have been fascinating. Uh, and it is uh, a big fundraiser for us. Uh, we raised close to a net close to $200,000 with that event. Uh, and so we, uh, we've been in touch with people who have bought tickets, who have been sponsors. And uh, we're looking at moving some of the uh, uh, activities around that event into an online virtual standpoint. We do a live auction at the event typically, and we're looking at trying to move some of those items into a into an on uh, online auction. And same thing goes with uh, at many of these events, uh, people raise a paddle and give, and we're certainly looking at trying to do something like that in a virtual standpoint too. And and so far, people have been those who have signed up to attend have been very generous. Uh, and one of the things that we have also um, work to do in the four seasons where we were going to host the event uh, canceled it for us when the when the um, decision came down to minimize uh, group sizes from the mayor and mm-hmm. and uh, and so that just basically said we cannot do the event there but the four seasons has been good to work with as as have been all of the other vendors and many of them are small businesses mm-hmm. and so we are looking to maintain the commitment that we made to those small businesses to pay them for their services whether it's a photographer or a company that's created a video or a band that was going to perform at this gala we're going to pay them still because we're all in this together and Everybody needs to get paid at some point in time, and, and uh, we're all taking a hit on this. So we are we expecting to lose money on this event, or do you think there'll be a way to break even if, if people are generous mm-hmm. in these online options? I, I mean, uh, we're, we're not going to lose money because we uh, we were able to, because of, of the contract uh, with the Four Seasons and the Force Majeure uh, aspects of that canceling the event, uh, we, will, we will probably not lose money. Whether we make what we hope to from a budget standpoint remains to be seen, and it really is up to the generosity of the community for those who have the resources and and feel as if they can support us to, to, to support us. We're talking to Tim Eby, the general manager of St. Louis Public Radio, and he's giving us kind of an update of, of how the station is doing in these difficult times for everybody. I want to pivot to a part of the conversation that as much as it's still very serious and we're talking about some hard stuff, it is one of those silver linings, and that is that um, this newsroom here continues to break so much news and to be on top of all the developments that we're seeing. And I know that's harder for everybody these days. People are trying not to be in the office or contaminate others. So how is that working for St. Louis Public Radio? I I think it is incredibly challenging because part of the environment in a newsroom is bouncing ideas off of one another while you're sitting next to them at a desk and those types of things. So I think the environment is so different when we're, we're all working remotely and we're trying to take as many precautions as we can uh, for our staff so that they can work remote. I think we've, we've set things up pretty well so so most of our staff has been able to work from home uh, and and our business staff, uh, our development staff and others in our business side are also working from home for the most part as well. Uh, 
and we're looking to try to make sure that their safety is first and foremost. So, uh, and the and the ability for the newsroom, uh, those who have children and those who need to take care of loved ones, that their leave and flex time is available. So, I, I think there's that anxiety that goes with things, and then there's the anxiety that goes with covering such a, a huge and changing event that is constantly changing. I mean. Our newsroom works on the weekend, but just this past weekend, the amount of things happening that our newsroom had to address. And and we have a fairly large newsroom, but nothing the size of, of you know, let's just say the New York Times. Um, so it is incredibly demanding for the newsroom, just as it is for, for you folks that uh, that are producing St. Louis on the air and, and to do things every day, because it is, uh, the, the news is constantly changing and we have to address that and we have to serve that. So I think, you know, for us, it's, it's the safety of the staff, the health and well-being of the staff and their families to provide the work environment in a way that folks feel comfortable wherever they're working, if they're at home or if they do have to come into the office and do some work, uh, and then be flexible in terms of how they can manage the time given that many of them may have kids at home now because they're not going to school. So it's an incredible challenge, but I, I am so proud of the work that our team has done. And, and a lot of our journalism outlets here locally have done some amazing work. And certainly we're here with St. Louis on the air as well. And then the folks at NPR and our national programs have just been tremendous in terms of the amount of coverage that they provided that's really helpful and helps people understand the world. In terms of our local staff, um, are there any particular points of pride for you where you're like, wow, you know, this was something that, that um, you know, people were just doing amazing work under pressure? Well, I, the, I think the live blog that we've created has has been uh, the response that our audience has to the live blog that we have uh, now on our website has been uh, something that I think people have turned to. We have uh, we have had more people visit our website in just the first uh, 20 days of March, so to speak, and than we've ever had in our history. So that people are responding because they are hungry for information and particularly information that they can trust. So we are, uh, so I think the live blog, we've also looking at creating some groups on Facebook. We've just created a public radio parents Facebook group that people can go and talk about ideas about how they're managing this situation with their kids. And so people can find that if they're searching on Facebook and have that communication because I, part of this whole issue with uh, uh, staying at home for everyone is we don't have that communication back and forth. So we're trying to be that uh, convener in a virtual way so people can have those conversations to help one another through this uh, this ordeal. So Tim, last question for you today. Mm-hmm. If people are, are feeling um, led to give after hearing the case you've made today, what would be the best way for them to do that? Oh, they can uh, go directly to our website, which is uh, stlpublicradio.com. Org, and there's a donate box right there on the website and they can give. We always encourage people, if uh, and it helps from a budget standpoint, become a sustainer. $5 a month is a lot easier right now than perhaps just writing and uh, putting $60 on your credit card or, or whatnot. So become a sustaining member and that makes it a little bit easier. And people can also call us at 314-516-4000 and there will be people answering the phones there uh, if they want to give by phone. But and, be, and maybe they'd like to because they want to talk to a human being. Um, <laughs> Isn't as, that a nice uh, break from a, this? Absolutely. Distancing. Absolutely. But it is. Uh, and again, the generosity that folks have already shown has been substantial and we appreciate it. And we know that it is a difficult, difficult unknown time. And we certainly do thank everyone who has supported us both in the past and, and going forward. And give us that number one more time. I will do that. 314-516-4000. And the website is uh, stlpublicradio.org.
Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.